Hello, everyone. So glad to have you back for episode nine. Uh, late for me getting this episode in. It's almost 11 o'clock. Uh, but rest assured, my friends, I will be posting every single day. Uh, a couple things come up. It's such a juicy day. It really was. Uh, so many good things to reflect on. And that's a, been a huge practice of mine in the last uh, 24 months for sure is to really look back on the day and just kind of analyze what worked well, what what didn't, what did I enjoy, uh, what could improve. Um, those are some of those biggest things. And today was definitely a juicy, fun day uh, with, with people I love, uh, with doing things I love to do, uh, with the weather being great and getting outside. It was such a fantastic day. And so uh, anyways, nonetheless, here I am. There's a, a topic that I wanted to talk about, I was riding back from picking up my kids, which is about a half hour drive. So they, uh, for those of you uh, that are still learning about me a little bit, I, like I said, two, two young boys and I am divorced. And uh, I kind of go into that in my first episode, but nonetheless is they live about 35 minutes away from me. So uh, to make the most out of that time, uh, two things. One, when I'm by myself, I attempt to educate myself or just put the windows down and ride and use it as a time to uh, just be at peace with what is. And on the way back, I like to do a few different things uh, with the boys. One is create boredom where there's no music, no sound, no nothing. Uh, and a few things happen at that point, which is they fall asleep or we start to have interesting conversations about that we've never had before uh, with interesting questions. So if you've ever spent time with young kids, they have question after question after question. And it's very challenging actually as a dad to not, and humbling I guess, not to know the answers and then to make sure that we can go search for the answers. Obviously we can find our way on Google, but one of the things that I wanna teach them is, is just to be a little bit, uh, be you get you get paid for the problems that you solve and so one of the skills that along with many others that I've talked about that I want to uh, build in within my kids is to solve solve bigger problems so just building and strengthening that muscle because I believe it is a muscle is one thing I like to do is so when they ask a question we try to problem solve it and figure out uh, the what ifs and what our hypotheses are and such and such. Anyways, the other things that we like to do is I like to, uh, I'll play a video for them on a topic that they want to learn about uh, or something funny that they've never heard. I'll play old music for them. I'll play new music for them. I'll play familiar dance music. So we'll have a dance party. Uh, we kind of go a few different routes there and make, make the most of it uh, and try to keep things entertaining uh, informational and educational, uh, and then kind of provoke that boringness. And today, uh, one of the things I've actually been doing with them recently is kind of playing some motivational videos, both for myself, um, and them. And then also, uh, like I've said a couple times, I'm working on a project right now. And part of the project includes some of these videos that I'm attempting to compile and compress down to, um, and the interesting part about this motivational video, which is, is the thought that I want to talk about today is, and what kind of struck me was, just it kind of stuck with me, was what are my three biggest fears? And 
I think I've done this thought exercise before. Um, it's one of those things where I feel like we've, we kind of always know what it is, but it's the elephant in the room. We just kind of know, but we don't talk about it. Uh, and I'm not saying with other people, I just mean we don't, we meaning I, I haven't really just kind of sat with those or thought about those or had some deep thought about those or really just got them down on paper so that I could uh, attempt to move through those. Because in reality, that's what I want to do. I want to grow through that. And um, so I figured as going through the exercise that I would share with you all uh, my three or four biggest fears. And uh, in hopes by doing that, it maybe inspires you to do the same. And maybe together, some way, shape or form during these times, we could uh, have each other's backs, uh, whether we're you know, able to see each other face to face over the phone or just spiritually uh, connected through the podcast, uh, whatever floats our fancy there. Um, but nonetheless, here are my three um, fears. I'm just pulling them up here. Uh, so one of them, which is interesting enough, and, and one that I'm working through right now, is the the fear that if I publicly put my full personality out there, that I'll be rejected. Um, rejection is a is a tough thing to come to grips with. I don't necessarily agree at this point in my life that it's a negative thing to be rejected. Uh, and, and if anything, I, I feel strongly that there's a lot of benefits to being rejected, especially in this day and age. But I definitely understand the primal or instinctual um, aspect of it, being that when we lived in tribes a long time ago, to be ostracized or to be cut from the tribe usually meant death, uh, isolation, uh, animals, uh, starvation, hunger, not having all the tools to do everything. It would take a very special person to survive those times, and it probably you know, did. But a lot of times being uh, an outcast in the group uh, or being dismissed from the group often meant that things were about to get really hairy and really tough. And what I've come to learn, especially now that we don't live in that, I think a lot of people live in fight or flight. Uh, I know myself, I, I get to those positions when I'm hangry or I have lack of sleep or I'm under financial stress or uh, maybe some conversations aren't going my way that um, that starts to come up where we're in fight or flight, uh, our nutrition's off, stuff like that, and, and we're, we're still living in that uh, fight or flight mode, that I can see where rejection uh, may be difficult to handle. But all in all, like I think we have so many resources here and so much just to be grateful for, um, which will be definitely a topic that we talk about later. But for me, one of the things, like I said, that is one of my fears is that if I publicly put my full personality out there, that I'll be rejected. And in order to work through that, I ha I'm doing this podcast. It's a way for me to, um, which kind of goes into my kids ask me, hey, are you doing that recording thing? And, you know, that podcast thing. And I said, yeah. And they go, well, why do you do that? And I said, well, for two reasons. 
Um, the first one is for myself and the second one is for the community. And the first reason as to why I do this for myself is just the personal growth. Um, it is a challenge for me to, to hop on here. It is a challenge for me to search for content that I want to share. Uh, it does inspire me or um, make me focus a little bit more on my day and ways to, to give back. Um, it's a depot for me to, or you know, a system of, of archival for me to have recordings and look back on. And it's kind of like taking cameras or taking photo, taking cameras, taking photos, and, and having those photos to look back on, and that's one of the things that I do. And there's a lot of personal growth to go back through and just kind of hear where my head is at, and uh, be able to reflect that way, and kind of have some topics and get it out, get it out of the system, uh, whether anybody's listening or not. The second part is the community, and I was again, my my boys asked me why why I'm doing this, and. Uh, I really appreciate when they question me like that. And the second reason is is the community. And I think a lot of us, uh, for me, for sure, there's always been a really strong desire to do one of one, uh, well, two things. One is give to people and and be there to help people. And then second is to be in a position of being able to give what I know. Um, that's come up a lot as a coach, uh, coaching baseball, uh coaching high school athletes, uh, junior high athletes, young athletes, being a substitute teacher, like uh, doing some speaking engagements, owning the gym. There's been a lot of positions where I've coached and I really uh, appreciate that. But with that has always kind of come a little bit of fear around, am I good enough to do this? Am I in a position to do that and do enough, do this and teach that to someone else? And a lot of times I would find reasons to say, no, no, I'm not, and you know, still show up to do it. But a lot of times you figure, no, no, you're not because of the people that are ahead of you that you're chasing. And one thing I've realized here recently, and especially when the kids ask me that, is doing it for the community. And when I started the podcast and uh, really found the inspiration to move past that fear of, of being myself fully out there, because there's a lot of aspects to us. We're human beings. We're not just uh, in one domain. So a lot of what I'm going to talk about is, is growth, but there's a lot of other things that go into it. And my personality, I hope, comes out through that. Um, but the community aspect is in the teaching aspect and coaching aspect is that no matter really where we're at, uh, like I said, seven and five-year-old Finnegan, my older son, is able to teach his younger brother things that he knows now, a 10-year-old easily knows these things and Finn might not be able to reach that audience or sometimes he might be able to. But the simple lesson is, is that we're never really truly in one state or the other. We're never just the student and we're never just the teacher. I mean, maybe moment to moment when we're focusing on that and that's the role and we're working with a coach, we become fully the student. Um, but at some point in time, I, I strongly believe that we all have something to teach and that we owe it to not only ourselves to develop as a student, because that is certainly something that happens. I know when I uh, teach my kids stuff or have coached athletes in the past that there's been the challenge of figuring out how I'm going to communicate this a message or this thing to to the person, right? And that 
in and of itself, when things comes easy to you, when something comes easy to you and you're able to teach it to somebody else, it actually becomes more difficult and that you have to further deepen that skill, which is something you couldn't have gotten if you just keep learning. You would, you would plateau in that. And so the, the exponential growth happens when you start to be able to teach. And I really strongly believe that uh, one of the inspirations to break through my first fear that I share with you all and, and give back to the community is to just do this because there are people who uh, who might listen to my content who are way ahead of where where I'm at in my life and, and what I'm teaching and fully understand and this is easy for them and my hat's off to you and I want to have a conversation with you. I want to uh, learn from you. I'm open to that. I don't claim to be an expert of everything in all things. But I do believe that we all have something to share and this is my platform to do so. And so I had a friend uh, who asked me why I do this too. And it's, it's, it's for those people who have been through the things that I've been through uh, or who, who are mostly are in the things that I've been through, who are um, a few steps behind in their journey and not in an uh, inferior way, but mostly just in the way of like – they're in the shitstorm. I've been through a divorce, um, and I've certainly leaned on people who have been dif- through divorces before to kind of help through that. And I want to be there for them. I've learned a lot from being a college athlete and learning about diets and supplements and vitamins and uh, ways to be healthier and how to move my body. And some people might not be there yet. And so I want to use this platform to take what I've learned in the areas that I've spent countless hours where I spend my hobby hours, and I just want to share that with everyone. So um, breaking through that first fear of that if I publicly put my full personality out there that I'll be rejected. Uh, I'm not sure where this falls on the top three, um, and it's definitely something that I'm working through, and I can sense that as I get a little more in my element, I... I wouldn't consider myself a writer or being on video, but being able to uh, be in front of small groups, uh, large groups, I I love doing that. I love speaking and even doing this. I I find this, um, once I get into it, very rewarding in a lot of levels. Um, The second one is really around uh, something similar, probably a little bit of rejection, uh, a little bit of fear, uh, maybe regret, which would be that if I follow my urges and my strong desires that have been constant since a child to travel and explore the world, um, not as a vacation, but to really learn, learn cultures, learn people, um, learn societies, that if I go and do that, that my kids will grow up to not loving me or will feel that I was not there for a father and that I will I will also feel that way. And I'm still working through this fear. Um, I think this fear kind of goes with one of my attributes of wanting to help people so badly that I, I have struggled with telling people no, um, especially people I love, that it's become, uh, and friends, friends that I admire, friends that I look up with that uh, a lot of times when someone asks me for help or asks me to do it, I am very easy to say yes to that, which I do not think that is a terrible quality to have. And I think it definitely has its place. And uh, I certainly have needed help and appreciate the people who helped me. However, uh, building the muscle uh, to say 
no uh, to loved ones, to uh, close friends, to really uh, even ideas and opportunities, I think is uh, definitely something that I'm attempting to do. Um, And the reason I bring that up is because when I go through this thought exercise of, well, if I travel, then this will be the relationship I have. Part of that is that because I'm divorced, I feel that I need to, that I need to spend as many hours as I can when I have with them. And I think at times that puts me in a little bit of a trap because I may have them for an entire day or an evening or a weekend and it's only about them and it's only um, hands-on with them through all processes, all things for them. And by no means am I not saying that people shouldn't do this or that, that that's not bad, but one of the biggest factors for me is to set an example um, and it's not always the greatest feeling as a dad to just feel like you're you're doing all the dishes, you're doing the cooking, you're doing the laundry, you're helping them clean, like you're just doing thing after thing after thing after thing for them. And I love my kids. But if I'm setting an example, am I setting the example that they're going to end up in the same position I am in, which is doing this and this and this and this? And so one of the things that I, I know that I'm, I'm figuring out and where that fits for my life is trying to do more things for myself in front of them that I can also include them in versus trying to do everything that's their idea or what I think that's going to make them the most happy. And I think in the long run, that's going to you know, benefit them as they go into adulthood. They're going to have a little more respect for themselves and know themselves a little bit more when they need some space, when they need some time. Um, and have that respect for themselves and what they love to do. And ultimately, that's, that's going to be the thing with the travel is how does it work? So I'm still figuring that out, uh, but it definitely is a fear of mine. And, um, and it, it shows up in a lot of different areas, especially um, from a career standpoint, from a you know, partnership with Nicole, um, from, uh, you know, my parents or, uh, my boy's mother, there's some dynamics there, but it's definitely a fear that I have that if I follow some of my dreams that I will hurt my kids in some way, um, obviously not physically, but, um, in their development and that's a tough spot. And so that was, that was my second fear. The last fear I have, um, is kind of have two, two sides to it. And it, it, it really is just around uh, mental health uh, and health in general that, um, you know, having family members become ill um, and myself losing my mental and physical abilities to... I've, I've been... I've been fortunate my entire life to uh one be born with all my fingers and toes and moving uh you know nice flexible joints and um genetics that and a passion for moving my body that um the thought of not having those is a little bit of a fear as i grow 
in age as I as I age, I suppose. Uh, and then really, I fear that, you know, for my family, my kids, you know, if they get sick, um, or if they're, they're in types of pain, um, or, uh, my parents or other loved ones, uh, Nicole, my, my girlfriend, um, that is, that is a fear and it's a fear of loss. It's a fear of, um, there's definitely some attachment to it. Um, but definitely the fear of being an unhealthy human being, um, in the regards of losing my cognitive functions, um, my ability to learn, uh, my ability to be independent. Um, it's interesting when you start to live life and, uh, go places that a lot of people are living with loved ones who they have to take care of. Um, and those times can be difficult and I'm so fortunate that I'm not in that type of position and uh, that is a fear of mine that one day I will be in that position and I'll be ready for it. But um, that, that would be the, the three fears of mine. And anyways, uh, I'm going to wrap that up there. Uh, a lot of, lot of uh, vulnerability coming through the microphone to you all. Um, I, I do want to let you guys know that I've lined up a few guests for the shows. Um, not sure how that's really going to go down, if it's going to be inter- interview style yet. Um, but if you are listening to this show, one thing that um, would mean just the world to me would be to share this with somebody else. Um, like I said, well, we're all there to teach. We all have some information and this is my platform to do so. And, um, if, if we can all just kind of touch another person's life, that would be amazing. So if you like the content, if you're finding value in the content, uh, is anybody listening? Uh, hopefully you have seen that movie before. Um, but please expect that there's there this this podcast is no way no way shape or form meant to be a doom and gloom podcast. This is about uh, positivity. It's about growth. It's about life uh, reflection. Uh, maybe a little goofiness. I, I'm really looking forward to, like I said, having some guests on the show. Um, I think it's going to evolve to be in the garage. I've found a, a little bit of inspiration being in here, so it's kind of cool. Um, I've had a few beginnings starting a garage, so uh, that's a story for another time. Anyways, I am signing off for the evening. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking with me here. Uh, and if there's any way that you want to get in contact with me, uh, I'm on social platforms. I'm not that hard to find. Uh, please reach out if you have questions, if I can help you in any way, I will do what's within my power uh, and in my limits to to be there for you. So uh, until next time, my friends, XOXO, kill.